had my parents. They were telling everybody, well, where has Ron gone for the last four years? Right. Well, I was, hmm. I was living in a car for two years. I was living in a tent for two years. I, I just disappeared. But God bless my mom. She said I had a nervous breakdown. Hey, guys. Welcome to uh, Step Forward, the live podcast hosted on Facebook. Uh, thank you for your, uh, taking time out of your rainy day Monday uh, to join us. Uh, my name is Brian Stevens. I'm the, uh, the host of the, uh, the podcast. A 30-year frontline service uh, veteran uh, working as a paramedic, uh, 12 years in the uh, city of Mississauga, and uh, 18 years with the uh, critical care flight program uh, now run by Orange. I'm here with my uh, very distinguished guest, I'll say very distinguished, uh, guest and a former uh, uh, paramedic uh, partner of mine uh, with uh, the city of Mississauga, and, his, uh, and then we continued on the front lines together, just reaching out to uh, teach and everybody, but a, uh, a good friend of mine, Mr. Ron Sonoda. Good morning. Good morning, Brian. How are you, buddy? Honor to be here. Hi, uh, it's, it's an honor to, uh, to have you here. Uh, it uh, means a lot to me, and it's gonna mean a lot to uh, to everybody else out there once they uh, once we get into the meat and potatoes of this, uh, this program. Uh, you know, we, we listened to some of the comments out of the last uh, podcast. We're getting better at this. We're stumbling and fumbling and we're falling and we're getting back up. Uh, but everybody said, need to lower the microphones. Uh, you need to speak a little bit louder. You need to be closer because we can't see your face. So we, we, we've done both of those and, and uh, we're, we're here. Uh, we're trying to, uh, to make this uh, uh, as interactive as we can. Uh, the big part of this show is all about the misconceptions, misconceptions of PTSD, right. about what and how and, and where to, uh, to uh, you know, to, to face the challenges of these. And then at the end of the show, we're going to have some, uh, some questions, but uh, let's talk about you for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Total transparency. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why we're here. Um, I've been friends with Brian since 1990. Mm -hmm. uh, Brian was already a paramedic uh, serving in the Peel region and uh, I was hired in June 24th, 1990, 91, around that time. And uh, for a while, Brian was uh, showing me how not to, um, how to be a professional paramedic and, and, and things not to do uh, to put yourself in positions of danger, but also I really enjoy and embrace what we do. Right. And making a difference. And we had, I had some of the best times in my life, best memories. Well, you and I talked about this, and, and not that you could know at that, that given time, because that's just the dynamic of, of what it uh, is and was, but we had just a dynamic group of guys and girls that we worked with. We do. We, we did have this. You know, a this lot of those people have moved on to very uh, high levels of, of uh, yep. authority and, and making a difference in, in uh, how paramedics do their jobs. Right. And you were one of them. Well, thank you. Absolutely. You were too. There you go. You're, you're but that's why we're here. You're my hero. Oh. <laughs> but, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's hear more about you. So, yeah, transparency. Um, I was a paramedic for 7,300 days, and which is 20 years plus. Uh, I loved the job. Um, Brian and I were the type of um, paramedics. Um, there are men and women out there who are just voracious for learning and applying the education and just being so jacked on knowing that it, whether it was a, a little old lady or a little kid, um, it didn't really matter. Uh, just seeing the look on their faces, we can just put a Band-Aid on somebody or actually do a full resuscitation. And right. uh, 
knowing that what you did, all the sacrifice of all the education and all the things that we're going to experience in our life, not knowing what we we're going to experience, sure, um, was an honor. And I still say that even though I was diagnosed in 2011 with PTSD, even though one of my um, brothers, my main partners, died by suicide in 2016, um, yes, I was depressed, yes, I was suicidal. Um, what stopped me from making the greatest mistake of my life and, and not seeing my my two kids grow up was um, Martin Wood passing yeah. on. <clears throat> I carried his coffin, I spoke at his, at his uh, memorial. Um, I was very angry, I, I couldn't cry. And sometimes now, even when I'm hiking and walking and, and uh, out there, I talk to him and saying, you're missing all of this. But now it's to the point where I have found Frontline Ford our frontline board has found me and the purpose why i'm with you is one you're, you're my friend and you're my brother um i am an advocate of wellness and um this is what frontline board is all about it's a safe haven for not just soldiers and uh, paramedics firefighters police officers but anyone who's served in uniform anyone who has committed their life in service whether you're a teacher or a nurse or a doctor uh, or a therapist if you serve a mother, a parent, and you have been hurt, uh, mind, body, or soul, and you know you're hurt, mm -hmm. and that's just the reality. You know when you're being hurt, and for whatever reasons, you make that choice, these misconceptions of yourself, yeah. not just other people. You right. make your misconceptions of, I can handle this. I can right. suck this up. Tomorrow's a better day. I'll forget about it. It doesn't happen. Right. It just doesn't happen. And that's what happened to me. Right. And what Frontline Forward does, and um, kudos to you, um, the people that are here. Uh, this is a very family-friendly safe haven. Uh, I have talked to police officers and firefighters and paramedics, um, and I encourage anyone who wants to feel better, feel safe, feel strong, um, to come to a place like this. And I know that you're working on ways of going to places where Frontline Ford doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's very important. I think uh, self-edification, self-education is an, a very big component, but one of the most biggest things for me was transparency to say, I am sick. Mm -hmm. And one of the greatest misconceptions, and I had my parents, they were telling everybody, well, where has Ron gone for the last four years? Right. Well, I was, hmm. I was living in a car for two years. I was living in a tent for two years. I, I just disappeared. But God bless my mom. She said I had a nervous breakdown. And developing occupational stress injury or occupational stress or PTSD, um, work-related depression and things like that and anxiety, the misconception is you're crazy and you're having a nervous breakdown. And that's the farthest thing from it. So I just, I'm gonna read what I wrote. Um, you're not crazy. And I'm speaking to first responders. I'm talking to military personnel, especially. Um, anyone who's experiencing or being told you're crazy, um, you're having a nervous breakdown. Um, but the reality is you're still here. You're alive in your body. And you know that something is happening to you. Right. And to me, PTSD is a total loss of one's identity. It's the total loss of one's control. It's the total collapse into paralysis and rage and silence and self-persecution of your mind, body, and soul. So let, let's just talk about that for a second. Okay. 
we talked about uh you talked about identity right and you know i've had many conversations here with uh uh, all genres of our, our first responder community, and in that I mean paramedics, police officers, firefighters, nurses and doctors, our communications officers, our uh, our military personnel, and, and the list goes on from there. But the big one, and I think this is where I hope it resonates with a lot of first responders out there, and, and please feel free to jump in on, on this, yeah. is we let the job, for as long as we did the job, the, you know, 5, 10, 15, 30 years, whatever you served or are serving, but we let that job identify who we are. You know, you were one yep. of uh, the most brilliant paramedics that, that I uh, always, uh, that I worked with. And I tried to get you to come to the air ambulance program, but you wouldn't come along with me. Um, but again, uh, I went there and worked with just some of, just the most incredible uh, medical minds. But we and I, along with everybody that we talk to here on a daily basis, we let the job identify us. I wasn't Brian the paramedic, I'm Brian. Right. And the same way with you. Right. You know, and, and this is coming up again and again, is that we, we, we do that, and then all of a sudden when things are not going well in our lives and, and, and we don't seem to have, we call it that purpose, uh, we lose that purpose, and then all of a sudden we let the PTSD diagnosis or the OSI or depression or, or anxiety we start to let that define who we are. Right. And that's where we get into trouble. I yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. The, 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 what's going through my mind is this whole identity is who are you? And, yeah. um, you know, for the longest time, you'll say, I'm Brian the paramedic, or I'm Brian the critical care flight paramedic. I was Ron the paramedic, or, you know, I was very proud of being part of the tactical team in Holton Region and, and assisting and, and doing some remarkable work with the police force. Yeah. And it was... Um, something very special and it was a it was a bond between my son and i that you know mm -hmm. he he knew i was doing something different and my yeah. daughter as well and i would go to their schools and talk yeah. and that became my personification of who i was right and you know there was this ron sonoda the dad and and family man but then there was a sonoda and this was the guy that unfortunately became fearless uh -huh. and reckless right because i was developing or manifesting things of armor that wasn't protecting me and the people I loved. Right. It was protecting the identity of Ron the paramedic. Right. And that leads to a lot of destruction. Yeah. And you, and you know, Ron, I think it's real important for us to get out to the first responders there. Uh, and again, yeah. all genres of it, right. that um, these things are, are it, it's a natural occurring thing that goes on. Mm -hmm. uh, we start with these anxieties. We start with the rage, the anger, the, the isolation. And, and, you know, I talk about this all the time that uh, when it's silent, it's time to listen because that's exactly what I did. When I get, and even to this very day, I do it better, but I still do it. When I get super stressed or I get into those situations, I just, I get silent. And I just want to, you know, go into this shell and I want to, try to work through the, the problems on our own. And what it really comes down to is, uh, yes, we can do it on our own to a certain degree, but we, we need a helping hand. We need somebody to We, we to need a there. lot of helping hands. Yeah. We do. And sometimes we need a hug, and sometimes we need a kick in the butt, too. Yeah. 
I'm, uh, I'm going to get kicking your butt. There you go. You are. And uh, you do it here every day. Yeah, so Absolutely. 100%. I'm there. You know, I got but you know, we're, we're, we're building a community here at Frontline. We are. Uh, we've created uh, quite a family here, quite a community, a community of caring and support and love. And uh, the big one is, it's just simply that we understand what's going on. Right. We truly do. Yeah. And I, I just, I want to open about transparency. I just want to say to the frontline uh, heroes, frontline workers, frontline um, first responders and military personnel, people that serve our country in uniform, or you, you give a service to our country and you want um, you don't want to be in a position of the stigma of being defined and right. refining your life <clears throat> of, right. this, of this so-called PTSD, OSI, mental depression, anxiety, whatever you want to call it. If you're in this area, yeah, right, right, come here. Yeah, it's not about making money. It's not about um, you know holding yourself up as a giant. You know, like yeah. we do stand on the shoulders of giants. Absolutely, and. I want to encourage the people that are hurting, that can't get out of bed, can't even get up to walk. Um, they love their children, they love their spouse, um, but they just don't have the energy for it. Yeah. That if you can't come to us, I will come and get you. Someone will come and get you and bring the front line forward. There's a lot of help. Sure you don't will. have to come into the gym. You can just sit here, uh, we'll just sit with you. Uh, you can go see one of our amazing therapists. Mm -hmm. um, we're gonna be de developing some, um, uh, outside things like going on hikes yes um and looking at an alternative ways of living there's some remarkable things but we need people too who especially the ret retired firefighters police officers paramedics and soldiers and the volunteers out there if you want to help talk to me because i volunteer here i've dedicated my life now to help and to to respect the people that have helped me yeah, and we've got a, quite a community uh, now. It, it seems to be building and, and gaining momentum fairly quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that we've got first responders and the husbands and wives of uh, that are reaching out to us and saying, "I don't know what I can do, right. but I'd like to do something." Right. And and we're doing just that, uh, allowing them to come here and just uh, again maybe have that purpose, some identity again, and to each and every first responder out there. Uh, you know, the guys and girls that are here uh, going down that journey and we're going down that with them, uh, we understand here. We understand what's going on. Uh, we may not fully understand or appreciate, uh, you know, the, 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 the meat and potatoes of what you're dealing with. Right. But we certainly uh, have, a, we have a good idea. Yep. Uh, and, and we're here to just offer that support. So yeah, we've and, got a great support network. Yeah, here. and the support network. And, and again, about the volunteering, the... To me, a hero, the elixir of a hero is not the action of the act of being a hero. Mm -hmm. It's just making that decision of, I want to help. Right. So I am begging people who, if you want to volunteer, don't worry about your skill set. No, not if at all. If you have in your heart, your soul, whatever you want, you want to call it, the will to help yeah. and pay forward, come to Frontline Forward, you let us know, I'll be at the front door waiting for you. So we're, uh, we're about five minutes away, four or five minutes away from opening this up for, uh, for questions uh, to come in. So, but I wanted to talk to, uh, uh, you know, something that, that really resonates with, with you and I, and I know it resonates with a lot of uh, first responders out there, but I think that we are, and, and again, let's open this up to, to conversation, okay. uh, but I think we're at mission critical. 
Yeah, I, I think we're right there. We're on. Uh, we're at you know the bottom of the mountain. Uh, we've opened up the door. Uh, we're talking. Let's let's put it that way. Uh, but now some actions need to speak louder than our words. Uh, we need to continue with the words, but uh, our actions need to speak uh, louder. And that is by coming here. And we've uh, you've experienced this right along with me over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, we've had a couple of people that have walked, taken the big step to walk through our door. And I'll tell you, they're, uh, I know they're grateful and we're grateful that they walked through and you are a big part of, of that whole collaboration there. Well, I, I spent eight hours with an amazing human being yesterday right. and I said to him, you know, I see you as a hero and you did a lot of heavy lifting, but the greatest heavy lifting that you're doing is, is right now in your life mm -hmm. and that it's going to save your own life right. so you can save and help your family and those you love. Yeah. And it's heavy lifting, but that is the mission critical aspect of the reality of what, what we're trying to do here. Yeah. And I, and you know, thank you for saying that because that's exactly what it is. The individuals that we have coming through the, this door uh, and they're walking through the door more and more and more here each and every day. Uh, but they're people that are used to heavy lifting with their bodies. They're used to heavy lifting with their minds because they've come to be who the people they are to do the jobs they did. Right. But now they're faced with even a bigger mission. Uh, and that, uh, you know, it, again, that's going to be some heavy lifting, but they can do it. It's worth it though. But it's worth it. But, and this is a transparency as aspect. I have no embarrassment. Uh, or anger towards myself to say I am diagnosed with PTSD. Right. I'm a PTSD survivor since 2011, but to me, I'm a PTSD warrior. Yeah. Not for myself, but for the people I represent and right. the people I care about. Awesome. I care about you. You, you have my back. Mm -hmm. um, I have your back. Mm -hmm. We both have uh, that diagnosis. Right. But, but it does not decide who we are and what we're going to be today. And it's that whole thing of identity, identity and defining who we are. Absolutely. We're not going to allow this to no. define who we are. No, it's not going to control our lives. No. What, uh, so if, if I can ask you, what, you've, you've been here uh, a lot. You've seen a lot what's go, what goes on around here on a, on a daily and even a nightly basis. Yep. Um, what do you think the objective of Frontline Forward is? What do you think we're all about here? I can't speak in the position of a CEO. Right. Uh, I look at myself as a grunt. I'm in the trenches. I'm like a Sherpa. You know what I mean? And to me, it's about saving lives, honoring lives. Um, your motto of feeling healthy, feeling safe, feeling strong. Right. Those are just not words. To me, words are very powerful to me now. I have to be very careful about what I say and how I say it. Right. So to me, frontline forward, it's a safe haven. And that is an, a subjective evaluation of frontline forward that I can only say to, for myself that it makes me 1% better every day of my life. And I don't need to be 100% today. And sometimes I'll only be 40%. Sometimes I could be 80%. Right. But I know at the end of the day, when I'm here, and I apply what I learned here and what I received from some amazing people, mm -hmm. I'm 1% better each day. Awesome. Awesome. Does that make sense? It does. Makes perfect sense. I hope that resonates with a lot of people out there. Um, well said, as always.
You're well, just that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just that guy who, who's been helped by very many people. There you go. You know, and, I, and that's the reality. Right. You need help from a lot of people. You can't yeah. do this alone. Right. So we've got some questions that have come in, so we're going to answer them together. I'll ask you. You ask me. Sure. Uh, okay. We'll just work through this. Uh, no, I, I think it's... Uh, I hope that helps Tyson. Yeah, I, I, hope it, I hope it helps Tyson as well. Dude, so. you're going to have to read the questions because I can't see that. Part. Yeah, well, I was going to say, you got glasses on. You can probably see this better than yeah, I can. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Brandon wants to know, so um, is experiencing trauma enough to develop PTSD? What do you think? I got an answer for it. Well, why don't you go first? Then? Okay. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's a great question, and yeah, I think absolutely uh, 100%, because, you know, we talk about how... Uh, uh, you and I and, and our brothers and sisters went to these calls. Uh, we experienced this. Uh, we went to it and, and we developed it. Um, but just think about the person that's been involved in that traumatic experience, whatever, whatever experience that is. Uh, and, and absolutely, depending on how they carry that, uh, what their you know, personalities, what, uh, you know, what their, their level of understanding with that is, I think that's enough right there. And, and we don't put enough appreciation to yeah. the people that were in that situation. And these adjectives and, and verbs and things like that, they're very subjective. And it's very difficult to put a human life into a, a one-word sentence. It's very subjective. And someone's trauma is something that someone can cope with. And there's a difference between coping and overcoming the situation. Coping is putting it on the back burner. Overcoming is saying, I need help or something's wrong and communicating. Right. But trauma is a very subjective thing. My trauma might be totally different from you. Completely. And, 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 but if you want to use a pigeonhole word, yes, tr trauma can lead to PTSD. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what, the, you know, that, uh, that comes in with that as well, that that's where the difficulty with this whole PTSD <clears throat> thing is from a diagnosis standpoint. Right. From, and, you know, the government's out there, they want to give us these questionnaires, fill out these uh, questions, and if you get four out of five, yeah. uh, you tick the box, then uh, you have PTSD and you can go to, yeah. you know, apply to WSIB and all that, that crap that goes along with that. But that's what we want to do. We want to pigeonhole this, and then we want to go... Uh, we, we, we truly don't give enough to the individual because what affects me doesn't affect you. Yeah, and to me, I never had a therapist and, and, and I have a wonderful psychologist that I speak with and she's an amazing human being, but I never really had anyone per se as a therapist say to me, trauma can lead to healing. Mm, Whereas people absolutely. often say trauma is trauma, it's a bad thing. But that's the difference about if you live this and you yeah. overcome it, right. then I can say transparently, trauma just doesn't have the potential of leading you to heal. For me, trauma led me to my healing. Right. And that's the way I look at it. Well, and, and you know what? I've had a number of people here at Frontline say, uh, you had to experience what you did in life. Absolutely. To be able to be here today delivering and offering the services and the support that you are. Look, right. I don't like talking about this. You know me. I I rather not be in front of the camera. Right. But I love what you're doing. I love the people here. Um, I loved my uniform. I love this country. Mm -hmm. So I'm willing to do this and be transparent. But I don't like doing this. It's right. a very uncomfortable thing for me to do. Yo, absolutely. It's one of the most difficult things to yeah. talk about yourself. yourself. Talk about right. what you're feeling or what you've experienced. Right. Uh, yeah. I know it's uh, 
Yeah, it's a big thing. And there's a lot of us going through a whole bunch of stuff out there uh, uh, with no, no direction or feel that they have no direction. And what we're saying is to uh, come here because there, there's a lot here. There's a lot here to offer. Yeah. Um, and I know in a 30-minute podcast, we, we can't share a lot of things. And we have to condense things down to 30 minutes. And life's not like that. No, it certainly is not. But to me, front, places like Frontline Forward and people that mentor and people that pay forward, um, you have to take the time and the courage and make that decision to say, I'm going to get up. That's it. You know, we can't make you get up. But once you make that decision, come here. Yeah. Or I, mean, I will come and get, or I'll well, literally come and get you. And, and we talked about yeah, that, right? I, that yeah. We're about to open up a... Uh, a division, a line of service, whatever you want to call it, in addition to all the other amazing things we do uh, here at Frontline. But we're, uh, we're going to actually offer you a service that we'll, uh, we'll come and get you. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and bring you here uh, so that you either don't have to come on your own. Uh, we'll, we'll actually come and get you and bring you here for a workout in the gym, the Move Strong class, uh, yoga meditation. We'll actually... Uh, Come and get you. Yeah, and, and I've talked to a lot of firefighters who were retired and a lot of volunteer firefighters. And I had one firefighter who served over 30 years, and he said, I'm forgotten. The only time I'm remembered is on Remembrance Day. I can wear my uniform or one of my brothers or sisters passes on. Other than that, I'm not a firefighter anymore. He says, yeah. but I am a bloody firefighter. Oh, and, 100%. And we, once you put that uniform on and you serve your country, you never really take it off. Yeah. And so that's where the volunteer wing of people coming forward and paying for it. We need those people. Yeah. You know, no, we absolutely, we do a hundred percent. And you know what? Uh, we, we put this podcast together, uh, for the purpose of clearing up the misconceptions about what PTSD is, what OSI is. I think we have a clear picture of that now and, and understanding, uh, but let's, let's be perfectly honest. What, uh, affects me, does not affect you right uh what is treatable for me in, in in that journey may not be for you right and that's why we offer what we do here at frontline uh we're here seven days a week we're open 24 hours a day yeah uh and we've got an incredible support network for both physical and mental uh health uh, stability but uh, the biggest misconception is is that i and i'm still hearing this from people and we probably will for some time is people saying well, I got to have a diagnosis of PTSD to come here. We do not. You do not. No. That's not what this place is. No, it's not. Uh, that's that's a huge misconception. Uh, that's a misleading. Uh, and you know what? That's something that might be uh, hindering you from coming in and just understanding better. Yeah, and this is this place is not about boxes. No, not it, at all. It's an it's a, an open safe haven for people that want to feel healthy, safe, and strong. Yeah, plain and simple. That that's if you happen to wear a uniform, if you happen to know somebody in uniform, that's great. Mm -hmm. We have we have people here like minded. Right. If you are having a bad day at work, you're a shift worker, you're a part time worker, and something happens to you, yeah. and you know it's not the norm, and you want help. Yeah. This is the place you come to. Yeah. And we will help you find your way, and we can go as fast or slow in your healing process right 
than that you want. Yeah. And, and you know what, people uh, might, again, even have the misconception to go with that, that um, either you have to have PTSD or OSI or that we're going to treat it. Here's that word, treat again. Right. Uh, the answer is no. Uh, we're going to help you to find uh, a way that works for you right. at a speed that works for you right. uh, at, at what, whatever speed you want to go at. Right. You can go as fast as you want or we can go as dead slow as we want. Yeah, and the reality is people are looking for the quick fix nowadays of, of this 21st century idiom yeah. of, of, of self-gratification. Right. And cancer is still not cured. <laughs> Diabetes is still not cured. Right. You know, PTSD is the new word for mental unwellness or mental suffering or mm -hmm. mental trauma, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. There is no quick fix. Right. There is a heavy lifting component that you have to buy into. Right. But it is a salvageable, doable, heavy lift that you can do, um, not alone, mm -hmm. and go as quickly as slowly as you want. And if you buy into this, you will. I mean this, you will get better 1% each day. Yeah. And uh, I think that's what we offer right there, Ron. It's just simple. We can guarantee mm -hmm. you that we can make you 1% better tomorrow. That's, that's, that's something we can stand by at least. We I can, can stand by that. We can stand by I that. Stand and by that, that comes from, uh, from a number of different areas yeah. here that- 101% uh, of the time. Yeah. Oh, we have some more questions here. Uh, yeah. Now what's this one? Tyson's in again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I'm having coffee with this guy. What advice or suggestions do you have for Ron for, uh, can you see that? Dude, I have glasses on. All I see is... Well, it's just, uh, it, it basically, it's a question about uh, what can we do to uh, uh, basically offer some support oh, or, right. uh, you know, uh, with people that are suffering. And I, th I think it just primarily comes down to, it comes down to being here. Yeah, for me, I can only speak, and I don't want to involve my children into this, but I am transparent. I left my children uh, a very impressionable age. It wounded me for a long time. Um, I now spend as much time with my children as possible. They're young adults. They're amazing people. Their mother has done a phenomenal job as being a mother and a father and a guardian. And um, I don't hold on to the past. So I'm saying to the parents out there, mm -hmm. right? The moms and dads who have walked away. Yeah. Just because you walk away doesn't mean you can come back. But if you come back, right. you have to come back with a committed mind, body, and soul. Yeah. And you cannot do this alone. You yeah. have to have the tools and the commitment to come back and be a mother or a father. Well, and, and you know what, thank you for saying that, because uh, that's so true. But I remember uh, in a session that uh, we're, we're holding a, a peer support group meeting at our place, uh, and uh, you know, Melissa, my daughter, had come forward to me and she said to the person that was running, uh, the psychotherapist that was running that session, uh, she goes, there's days that I know that he's suffering, that he's going through whatever he's going through. But she goes, I don't know what to do. And it was pretty powerful for me that uh, all he did is he walked over and he just stood beside her. Now, it was uncomfortable for her because she didn't know what he was doing. Right. And he goes, sometimes that's all I need to do. It's just stand here. We don't have to talk about it. And, and that's the metaphor of standing on the shoulders of giants. That's you don't it. have to wear a uniform to be a giant. Right. My giants are my children. 
There you go. Is, is mine too? Is the the my children's mother, my mom and dad, my brothers, you? Yeah. It doesn't have to be somebody in the uniform no. that's considered a hero. No. Right. And if you find those giants, you hold on to them mm -hmm. and you relish the time you have with them. And sometimes all we need is for you to just be there. Yep. Sometimes we just need a hug. Sometimes we just need to just sit together and experience whatever we're experiencing at that time. But uh, yeah, and, and I, I speak in, in metaphor a lot. To me, a misconception is like you're in the clouds. Yeah. And, and it feels like you're going uphill. The reality is you are, and it's getting more and more difficult. But one day you're going to break through that misconception cloud and you're going to be at the summit and it's going to be an amazing thing. It'll be the most amazing thing you're going to experience in your new life. It's awesome. Looks like we've got to wrap this thing up, Ron. Okay. Just like that. <laughs> well, it was an honor to, for, um, to be here and, yeah. and to share my story and, and for people to um, with respect, listen to what we have to say. Yeah. And, and I, I just, uh, yeah. pretty good communication. Yeah, absolutely. On Facebook. And I, I think this is what we, uh, we want to uh, get out that, uh, here at Frontline, we're encouraging, uh, open and honest conversation. Uh, and we've created a safe place, uh, a safe place for you to come and, uh, just become healthier and happier overall, uh, health and wellness. Uh, we've created a safe place. Uh, it's, it's an exciting place and, and we've got more and more people walking through the doors here each, every, each and every day. And we're uh, standing on the shoulders of those giants that are going to help us uh, to become healthier and happier. I agree to that. Thanks for being yeah. here, man. I really appreciate it. Honor. You're the best. You are the best. Okay, to everybody out there, thanks for listening. Uh, stay dry today. <laughs> and uh, to everybody, please continue to feel healthy, feel safe and feel strong. We'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Ciao for now.